Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, our weekly F1 news roundup. And I feel like this one's going to be a bit of a shorter one. I mean, last week there was loads of news to get through. Uh, this week I've only got three things on my list. So hopefully a bit of a short news video for you uh, this week. Before we get into it though... Like and subscribe, of course. Hope you're having a wonderful Christmas season. And uh, also, on the channel, there is, of course, the Advent Calendar videos. If you've been missing out on them, they've been a lot of fun. And also, yesterday, uh, a video went out yesterday afternoon about how I would improve the sprint races. So if you want to check that out after this video, that's all there. And, of course, there's going to be loads of content coming up on the channel in the next coming weeks as well. So, you know, the Stop and Go F1 YouTube channel is really the place to be for any Formula 1 related content. Anyway, into the news. And the big news of the week is that the Sauber team have brought out the worst Formula 1 team name I've ever heard. Or at least the worst one in a long time. Um, so if you haven't heard... The new name for the Sauber team, which was the Alfa Romeo team for the last couple seasons, is Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber, which is a lot. Now, <clears throat> a lot of people are saying, oh, this isn't very good. They've got the um, sponsorship at the front of the name. And I don't necessarily think that's the reason it's bad, because lots of other teams actually have that as well. Like Red Bull is Oracle Red Bull Racing. Alpine is BWT Alpine. Haas is MoneyGram Haas. You know, they all kind of roll quite well. I think, firstly, it's the two sponsorships. Then it's the two sponsorships before the name. But also, I don't know where to put the comma. Because you've got here three names. Stake, Kick and Sauber. So when you're saying it, you either say it as Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber, where it's all one, but if you want to say it and make it try and sound a little bit better, at some point, you've got to put a pause somewhere. I don't know where the pause goes. Is it Stake F1, Team Kick, Sauber? Or is it Stake F1 Team, Kick Sauber? Or is it Stake F1 Team, Kick, Sauber? Where does the pause go? Because... No matter where you put the pause, it doesn't work. Stake. F1 Team Kick, Sauber. It, there's nowhere to put it. It's like with Red Bull, <clears throat> it's Oracle, Red Bull Racing. Haas. Moneygram, Haas. You know, Mercedes AMG, Patronus, Formula One Team. Th the pauses go in between the sponsorships, but I don't... Because is Kick's name Team Kick? Is it just kick? Stake F1 team, kick Sauber. Kick Sauber sounds dreadful. So, I mean, wow. It This is it's bad. It's a bad name. But, you know, it also shows how much money Alfa Romeo were giving this team in the previous seasons. Because you look at this now, Alfa Romeo have pulled out. It looks very much like Audi are not giving any money at all for this season, so Sauber have got to make money somehow, and they've sold the sponsorship rights twice to their name. Uh, the chassis is also called like the, is it like the Kick Sauber chassis or something? So they've sold that as well. 
So it's a team desperate for money in their final year of living. And my god, what an awful name. I mean, I imagine the mass majority of people will refer to it as Sauber. Because, you know, that's just the historical name. It's going to be the Sauber Formula 1 team. But say if you were joining Formula 1 for the first time this season, you would look at that and say, oh, the name is Stake F1 team. And then I, I don't think stake's even available in every country they're going to. And it's a whole big mess. The thing with Formula 1 names is, when you look back at the older ones, sometimes it's a bit like band names. Band names, all band names, sound ridiculous until that band becomes popular and then it sounds normal. You just think of, like, any band. And if you take out the popularity and the fact that you know they're a band, that band name is ridiculous. The Beatles. The Rolling Stones. Coldplay. The Arctic Monkeys. Like, all those names on their own are ridiculous and stupid. But because they're bands that become successful and you become used to them, they then sound like decent band names. Um, I don't see that's happening with this, but, you know, there are Formula 1 team names in the past that probably were a bit ridiculous, but we've just got so used to them now that they're fine. I don't see Stake F1 team Kick Sauber becoming a name that, you know, we get used to. I don't see it really becoming a name that we say a lot. We'll... We'll see the little videos of Valtteri Bottas going, Hello, my name is Valtteri Bottas and I drove for the Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber. Or probably blooper videos of him forgetting the words and which way it goes round. But, oh dear, it reeks of desperation. And, um, yeah, not much else to say on that one. Best of luck to the Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber for the 2024 season. And um, speaking of the 2024 season, the FIA is going to be testing something out in the 2024 season, uh, but they're going to be testing it in F2 and F3 to maybe, maybe, maybe implement it into Formula 1 in the future. And that is the idea of deleting lap times for people who cause red flags in qualifying. Now, this has been discussed a lot, because we have seen it a lot, especially in... Monaco. It's famous in Monaco. Someone will get pole position or provisional pole position. Then when the last fast laps are happening, oh no, I've accidentally gone into this wall or down this runoff area or just parked my car on the track. Oh, what a shame. No one else can set a lap time. I'm on pole. Oh, wow. So, you know, that's become famous in Monaco. But it's also happened in lots of other places where people have set lap times and then, you know, Something's happened, either accidentally or on purpose. So for Formula Two and Formula Three this year, if you set a, if you cause a red flag in qualifying, your lap time will be deleted. Your that's your fastest lap time. So this will m even more penalise a driver who makes a mistake in qualifying. Now you know for those examples I gave in Monaco of your Rosberg, your Schumacher, your Leclerc. Even though I do think the Leclerc one was an accident. Even Perez a couple of years ago, but he didn't even do it for pole. I think he did it for third, which is the most Perez thing ever. You know, if that happens, you lose your lap time. And I think, you know, that makes sense. The issue for this comes when, you know, say you set a fast lap time, then you go out for another fast lap and your car just like breaks down, your engine blows up or whatever. You're then going to lose your lap time because your engine blew up. And that doesn't sound 
very fair. We're then in a situation very much like Carlos Sainz in Las Vegas. It's entirely out of his control, but he's starting at the back. You know, I think there needs to be a bit of nuance to the rule. If it is a mechanical issue, then you should be able to keep your lap time. If it is a, you know, driver issue, driver error, then you lose it. But I mean, that could even be... There's loopholes within loopholes within that. So I think this is very dodgy ground. And I know this is a rule that lots of people have been asking for for a long time. But very much like the rule of you shouldn't be able to change tyres under red flags in races. That's a rule that everyone thinks of at the time because their favourite driver hasn't had the advantage. But if you think about it for more than five seconds, you realise that that's a bad idea. And I, I, I think there needs to be a bit more nuance here. But speaking of nuance, the FIA are also reportedly going to introduce changes in 2026 to the DRS. Now this comes from a FIA spokesperson of Nicholas Tombez. Uh, Tom Bezes. Big Nick, we'll call him. Call him. Uh, he said, <clears throat> What we don't want to see is cars just passing each other on the straight. We want the cars to get close to each other at the breaking point and therefore and therefore for them to be a fight and for the drivers to have to use their oh, excuse me. Jeez, sorry about that. I've just woken up. And for them to then use their talent. We can't risk getting into a situation where overtaking becomes impossible again or something like that. So we want to have it ready and use it moderately, but not too much. Now the most interesting thing about this for me is that when DRS was first introduced, the idea was very much that. The idea of the DRS was not for you to just boop, open up DRS and you can go through. The idea of DRS was to get you alongside for the breaking point, and then when you hit the breaking point, you then had to fight through the corner to get ahead and get the position. That was always the idea with DRS when it was first introduced in, was it 2010, 2011, around then? That was always the idea. That has become this, which we see now, which is just you have DRS, and if you are in a faster car, you are through, pretty much, because, you know, there's rules about how many times the guy in front can move to defend and blah, blah, blah. So if you have DRS, you're through. Um, with this, you know, I'd be all for it. It would definitely improve racing, definitely improve overtaking, but I feel it's a very difficult thing to kind of get a grips on. Because what it would really need to do, it wouldn't, you wouldn't even need to change the DRS. You'd need to change every single DRS zone in terms of, like, you're not allowed to open the DRS flap until later on. And then you'd have to have a look at that. And it's a big job, but if the FIA really want to do it, they can go ahead and do it. But I don't think we'll see it, really, because I think it's too tough. There you go. And that's really all we've got this week. You know, the... Uh, I'm going to not look at my notes and try and remember the Sauber name. The Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber name was the biggest story of the week. So let me know what you think of that. And, you know, tell me in the comments, how do you think that could be even worse? But um, until next time, enjoy the advent calendar videos, the rest of them coming out in the next week and a half. Um, and then, of course, the sprint race video, another video coming out on the channel on Friday. So all that and more to come. I hope you have a lovely Christmas time. I'm going to go into town now and buy some Christmas cards because, you know, some members of my family still care about Christmas cards, apparently. There you go. Until next time, though, have a good one. I'll see you then.
Goodbye.